there's a tendency, the evil people of Tanakh, the Rishon that we learn about, whether it's Amalek, whether it's Haman, Achashverosh, Esav, any of the Rishon that we study, Sedaim, so there's a tendency to mock Sedaim, they're against Chesed, crazy people, Mishugayim. Haman Achashverosh, murderous, egotistical, arrogant people, and we mock the bad guy and move on with our life, these ridiculous, crazy people, and we move on with our life, and that's, that's the tendency. I'm not convinced that's what Hashem wants from us, and I'm not convinced that's our look at the evil people that we come into contact with. They are very evil. Haman is extremely evil, Esav's called the Yisrael Mumar, a very deeply sinning Yid. And certainly the names we mentioned, Kairach, is, is, the ground swallows up Kairach. For sure there's deep sin. But I'm not convinced that look gets us anywhere. And Hashem doesn't record the evil of Haman for us to mock and walk away. What a sicko. We all learned in the parsha of, of the... Of the of the Saita, so we learned that Araya Saita Bakakula's Yaziratsman Ayayin. If you see the Saita blow up, that's a girl who's holding in really bad places, a Rashanta. She's over Asia Sish. Haraya Saita Bakakula, if she blew up, so they say she was over Asia Sish. What should your response be to say, wow, such wrath, such wickedness? No. Yazir Atzman Ayayin. Ask yourself, do I have a shayrish of that? In the wicked people, if you study it more sophisticated, it's true they take it to very bad degrees. But the shayrish, the roots, the starting points are ones we have to learn to be careful from. We can laugh our heads off at Haman, but do we have the kol zeinenu shavali value? Roots and shrashim that bring us to a Haman, we may be able to discover in ourselves that we have to eradicate and keep away from. I think a much more sophisticated view of evil is to say, wow, do I have to be careful. If you see somebody falling and messing up, that's a human condition that he's afflicted with. I'll give a mushal. You know, there's a book somebody wrote, The Making of a Gadol. Somebody else should put out a book, The Making of a Russia. What produces a Russia? In Gittin, Titus's nephew calls Titus up with magic. Titus is dead already. And his nephew calls this historically evil person, Titus. He's a really bad person who killed, responsible for the death of millions. And his nephew, Unclus, pulls him up in Egida with magic and asks him some questions. He speaks to Titus. And he asked Titus, me b'raish, and I l'mabo, who dominates? He said, the Yidden. I admit it. He can't lie. The Yidden here, and I l'mabo, they're living it up. They're true. So he said, should I become a Yid? And he said something fascinating. I always expect, when I learn that Gemara and Gittin, every time I learn it, I'm expecting like an anti-Semitic slur. They're so into money. They have long noses. I don't know what he's going to say. Yearly, I expect him to rip us some anti-Semitic slur. And yearly, when I learn that Gemara, I'm always surprised Titus's answer. You know what he says? It's too hard. You can't do it. 
Nefishon milayu v'loy matzi l'kumenu. There were, it's, it's impossible. What's a Yid saying? It could be close to Hashem. What does Titus say? I don't believe it. You can't do it. It's too, it's not, they're, they're talking, there's no such thing. Knock it off. You're stuck in this world. There's no Kervis Hashem. There's no eternity. That's what the Titus. It's fascinating at the core of this brutal murderer is a thought that you just can't do it. What and then again, he goes very far off, but the starting point of a tetus is it's too hard and you can't do it. What they're promising you, a life with God, what they're promising an inspired, sophisticated life of service of Hashem, of closeness to Hashem, they dare sing, you can never experience closeness to Hashem. There's no such thing. They challenge There's no such They're selling you something. You'll never be close to Hashem. Their words are so large, you can never do it. I'm so amazed at the heart of the Rasha Chaim is something that's so relevant to me and you. Me and you have that voice often, by the way. Everyone, so I shouldn't say often, we're not tetos chas v'shalom. But we have that voice we have to fight. Can we really? Is it possible? Is there even hope? So that voice, that, so when we hear a tetos who's a deep, profound Russia, and to keep away from, but know there's a shayrish that brings him there. There's a place and a starting point that you and I have to be nizer, have to be careful from. So I feel in studying Parshas Kairach, Kairach's very, very overwhelming parsha, And we're starting today's Yom Chamishi Rosh Chodesh. And we're starting Parsha's Kairach. It's very overwhelming because you didn't do tshuva. You didn't come back. You didn't make mistakes and get second chances. And Kairach gets such a severe einish, Terrible einish, And he challenges Maisha Rabbeinu. Maisha, our leader. Maisha who taught us kola tarikula. Maisha Hashem asked to take us out of Mitzrayim was through Maisha Rabbeinu. Maisha v'yaminu b'Hashem v'maisha avdoi. And Kairach has the audacity to challenge Maisha. And in challenging Maisha to challenge the Nemanus, the person who Hashem says, Mikol Beisi Nemanu. From anybody who ever entered the base, Hashem is the most loyal. And Kairach challenges the Nemanus of Moshe. Kairach you, you started out at Tzaddik, at Talmud Chacham. He fell to low, low Madragas. He started up with Moshe, terrible Madragas. And he challenged that which challenges our Messiah, challenges Moshe Emes Messiah Emes. And he challenged Moshe Emes Messiah Emes. Kairach challenged. Semchas from my favorite parts, my Rebbe, used to have a whole introduction before he said, Moshe Emes Vesayrasa Emes, which Kairach, in, in, in still his children still scream out for eternity, Moshe Emes Vesayrasa Emes. Kairach who challenged Moshe, and he challenged Moshe Emes Vesayrasa Emes forever, is the symbol and the sign that says, you challenge Moshe and the validity of his teachings and the validity of his leadership, Kairach is swallowed up and forever serves as an announcement, Moshe is true and his tire is true.
So Kairach fell, this, this, this starting out good person. You and I would meet him, would see a Talmud Chacham Muflig. Klal Yisrael are very smart people, were Mesopic. Kairach spoke and he shook Klal Yisrael. Now he came with a very populist thing to say. Certain people's rallying cry is very popular. Kairach said that which always entices, I'm a man of the people. Kairach plays, it's so villainous. Kairach plays a man of the people. Kairach comes, I'm just speaking, I think the whole Jewish people's holy. He's, he's speaking on behalf of Kleisel, the populist viewpoint. All of Klal Yisrael is special. I once spoke, I'll tell you, I once spoke in Yeshiva years ago, I gave a eulogy on a gadol, and there was a guy in the crowd who was a shtickle hippie, and he got all mad at me. You speak about a tzaddik, every yid is good. He was like a populist, and it's a very popular shit. I'm defending all you guys, he was saying, like, he speak. I have a relative who, who, who I have since, I believe, convinced. I'm very close. His relative is not yet from, but has become a lot firmer. This relative, when I met him, I married into his family. And this relative was very, very upset. He has proof that the good to save Tzadikim before they saved others. And he's a historian. He is a historian. He has proof. That they, they first, the Gary Rebbe, he has different Rebbe's, they spend so much money. And I bothered him, a tzaddik has covered, everybody's good. Kairach comes with such a populist zug that he says that which is popular, that which resonates by people. I'm a man of the people. It's interesting, in America, when they run for politics for president, each of the candidates tries proving I'm, a, I'm just a regular Joe. That's what they're trying to sell. So they love bringing in, if they have a father who's an immigrant, whatever they can bring in, their father a, was a blue-collar worker, he, whatever they can bring in, and I'm an everyday man, said the billionaire, trying to restore the rights of the everyday man. <laughs> and two billionaires usually duke it out. Who's the everyday man? Says one not everyday man to another not everyday man. But the game is I'm, I'm one of the guys away from the, you know, the, the old group that controls the country. I'm just one of the guys. And that I'm giving the power back to the people. That's Mamish Kairach's populist argument is Madua Tisnasu al Kalashem. Maisha Rabbeinu, who's there for Klal Yisrael. Maishu Rabbeinu is Kulay Maser for Klal Yisrael. He just, his entirety is given over to our people. Maishu is one of the first kings. Yosef HaTzadik was the first king. The Mid of Amalek is Levavay Levav Kolaam. It's complete bittle to the nation. And Kairach, the fraud, comes with the populist speech. Now what scares me about Kairach, we could talk about Kairach for a long time. His trick, the slyness of his trick, the sickness, and Kairach has to be eliminated. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. And it comes from danger, saying dangerous lies, destructive and dangerous lies, and Hashem, he, he gets swallowed up by the ground, Kairach. But I want to tell you what scares me and what you and I, all our lives, have to protect from. 
And this is, I, I, I'm not, it's not lost on me that this is the last, second to last Musaf out of the year we'll have an Erev Shabbos. And this is something, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm summing up our experience in here in certain ways. Says Rashi that what motivated Kairach, what did he come towards? And Rashi brings, Rashi gives us the secret. What brought Kairach to fight Moshe? To, and to rally Klal Yisrael and cause doubt by Klal Yisrael. And in brilliant populist, any guy who wants to cause Machloikas, this is how to do it. I'm here for the people. I'm here for you all. I'm defending you, Doch. I'm not fighting for me. I'm here, Abayisa. You're all sitting here. You're being beaten up. Come with me. What a sly, slick rallying call. So what motivated him? He's fighting Maishu Rabbeinu in such a dangerous way. Says Rashi, Niskana, he was jealous for the Nesiyos of Elitzaf and Ben Uziel. Maishu Rabbeinu made him the Nasi of Kos because of Hashem. And Kairach had a whole cheshben and Rashi brings his cheshben. He says, my father had four brothers. Omar Kairach, Achi Abba Arbayu. There were four brothers in my father's family, like it says, B'nai Kas. Amram was the Bukhar. My father's family, the Bukhar is Amram. So both of his kids took Atlas. Maishu Rabbeinu is the Melech of Klai Yisrael. Aaron Akoyin is the Koyin Godel. Echod Melech Vechod Koyin Godel. Rashi calls Maishu Rabbeinu a Melech. La'alacha, we hold Maishu Rabbeinu as a Melech. It's relevant to another Indian on the parish. I'll speak over Shabbos, Be'ez Hashem. Echad melech vechad koin gadol. Maishu Rabbeinu is a melech and one's a koin gadol. Mi roi elitl Who should get the next shtela? The oldest kid, the oldest son Amram, both his kids got the first two jobs. Melech and koin gadol. So now there's a third job, Nasi, the leader of this shevet. Who should get that job? Loyani, shani ben yitzr, shushneni Amram. Amram was the oldest. Both his kids got the first two jobs. I can handle that, says Kairach. Now there's a third job, the Nasi of the Shevet of Kuz. So I would say the next brother, his eldest kid's in line. Guess what? That's Kairach, Ben Yitzhar. So I should get the Nasi. And who does he make the Nasi? Ben Achiv HaKatan Mikulan, the son of the youngest. Hireni Chaylakalov. I'm going to argue on Maishu Mevatlitz Dvarva, and I'm going to I'm going to be, knock out his words. Ma'asa, what does he do? He makes this whole debate, Rabbi Say. So, what was at the root of Kairach's good old-fashioned jealousy? Jealousy that he was jealous of a position of honor, and against the charade, the whole facade, the whole fake battle that Kairach makes, what motivates at its core good old jealousy? And I want to say to us all, people live with narratives, pretend versions of stories. We create, and a human being is so good at this. We have a narrative of events, how we see it, what we accept as an objective truth, as the Rabban Shalom. There's objective truth. I've dealt, I've, we've all seen our lives, it's easier to see on others, we're guilty of it. A husband and wife have a fight. He has a narrative. I do so much for her. I do. She does much more for you than you do for her, by the way. You have a narrative. You created a net. You're wrong. And we're capable of being so convinced. 
After all I do, she does much more than you. <laughs> On this deal, she's out. You have your narrative you're living, except it's not true. And a tremendous goal in our life is to call ourselves out and, and, and identify the emas. A whole horror story in our history would have been avoided if Kairach called out his bias. If he called out, I'm biased. I'm jealous. Call it out. See it what it is. See it what it is and call it out. You're jealous. You're jealous. Call it out. We can work from there. I'm jealous. It happens. I'm jealous. And if you call it out, you're geschmack. You're in a good place. So I'm jealous. We're human. You can make entire shetas entire theories, instead of calling out what's happening and facing it. Somebody asked me that the last night of yeshiva, the Bachram have a minog, that they say over their story. So somebody asked me, the guy started it, why I like it and why I let it. Here a guy is sharing his journey. He said, why do you like it? It's very emotional. I'm not a four. Four is like crave emotions. So they love a good, sad story. If you're a four, so it's just so geschmack, we all cried together. I'm not a four. I geschmack, we played baseball together. Geschmack, we... What's this vert that I so appreciate guys say over their stories the last night? The vert, there's, there's a few points. I want to say two points why it means a lot to me. Two points. Point number one is that I could face every aspect of my journey. I don't hide from things in my life. I don't sweep away, push away. Hashem sent things in my life. I embrace, work through, and feel. I don't ignore things sent. If I'm jealous, then I'm jealous. Then I'm jealous, and that's what I'm going to work through. I'm jealous. A yeshiva sent us mail, and I, was, I, I got letters that said, Mr. and Mrs. Daniel Kalish, I felt badly. It's hysterical. It cracks me up. It bothered me to say, Mr. and Mr. I don't have smicha. By every right, I am Mr. I have no entitlement to be called rabbi. I'm not a rabbi. I'm not a rabbi. I don't even call myself rabbi. I don't even like to be called rabbi. And some person, a computer, they wrote up Mr. and Mrs. for a mail and goes out, and I, was, and I, was, and I felt badly. Excellent. Excellent. So you learn about yourself. We like covered a lot. That's it. We like covered. Work from the place of truth. Don't be in denial. If you say, ah, it doesn't bother me. You will never come a day in your life that it doesn't bother you. You don't get anywhere. We get places by acknowledging, figuring out, embracing, working. I love that guy's journey is faced. Is faced unashamedly, powerfully, embraced. I've been through. I've been challenged and I've had a response. So I love that a guy can stand up to his friends. I went through this, responded like this, overcame like that. He's not hiding, pretending, making like it ain't. I said over, I said over to the Hebron, I love this vert. I, I distorted a little bit of vert. Rai Sunshine taught me this and added something I'm not saying as I suffer. The, the mapilim. In the desert, so instead of going to Eretz Yisrael, the Miraglim came back, said, run back to Mitzrayim. We all said, Eretz Yisrael. Steiging, Eretz Achelos Yeshve. It's very dangerous to steig. Trying to grow as all its... If I try to be a Masmid, there are a lot of Mitzadarim, late Darm. I'd rather run to Mitzrayim. If I don't try, I never mess up. So the Miraglim came with that call, and we all got shaken up. Maybe we won't go to Eretz Yisrael. We started crying. 
Maishu Rabbeinu says the generation's punished. And we're all, we can't go only Kalev and Yeshua can go to Eretz Yisrael. A group of Yidin are so shaken up. We're going to Eretz Yisrael. We're going, we're going. Gleich to Eretz Yisrael. We're going to Eretz Yisrael. Maishu Rabbeinu says, don't go. Hashem said, you're punished. You can't go. We're going, we're going. We just want to rectify the Chet. We're going to Eretz Yisrael. Maishu Rabbeinu begs them not to. They go to Eretz Yisrael, then Nifter. What's the story? The story is people who went through something who now the should be a different journey. There's something else to embrace. Something happened. The Mapilim say, can't we make it like it never happened? Can't I just ignore that? This is the Ratzon Hashem now. So this happened, so let me deal with it. This happened, so let me deal with it. We have many instances in our life we want to say, I'm just going there to Israel. I'm just going. That's it. Let's just make like this. But it did happen. But it did. My analogy is, in a marriage, a very unhealthy couple gets in a big fight. This is how they do it. They have a big fight. They wait three days till, like, they, they angry at each other, scream, scream, scream. They wait three days. This is how babies do it. Until the fight, like, it's just like somehow they need it. And then they're talking again. Till the next fight. Healthy people have the difficult conversation. We just got into a fight. Something just happened. It's a very hard conversation. To sit down across from someone said, it hurt me when you did this. Oh, that's hard. You're vulnerable. The one says back, well, it hurt me when you did that. That's a sophisticated, but that's dealing with reality. The Mapilim says, just go there, it's real, okay, and it never happened. Okay. <laughs> when you live like that, it's devastating and dangerous. Because you're not being gyrus, but something did happen. And something bashkocha happened that I could... And by the way, the ones who work through become closer, tighter, deeper relationships. They work through something that happened. There was a sin that happened, Mapilim. Deal with it. There's a structure. Hashem gave an einish. There's something to learn. There's a new journey. Live the journey of now. This is a new journey. This happened. Now adjust. Kairach Rabbi Isai, this, this, this whole tragic story of Kairach is the story of not calling out biases, pretending like it's not there, a dishonesty. When we speak about yeshiva, this is a very, very difficult yeshiva, very, because it demands and asks for honesty. We're nuts. It's easier to have a thousand homework assignments. It's easier to have tests day and night. Give me every test under the sun. I'll take biology, chemistry, physics, social studies, math, one, two, three, algebra, calculus. Give me every test under the sun. Just let me be a liar. Don't make me, don't make me identify my thoughts, my feelings, my journey, my struggles, my challenges. Don't make me face those. I'd rather take every test under the sun. But then you have a crazy environment of guys who hold each other to honesty. Hold each other to what's going on, what I go through, what's my next step, what do I need to respond to this. The story of Kairach is unchecked, is unchecked biases, unchecked stories, and then you create your own narrative. So in Kairach's mind with such passion, he's a people defending his people. Kairach passionately, and, and maybe there was a part of him that believed this. He's defending his people. Mamish with Mesiras Nefesh. He's taking on Moshe. He wanted Schar for it. Azat Sadik, I'm willing to take on Moshe Rabbeinu. Azat Sadik for the people, and only for the people. 
<laughs> but it, it's a good story, Karach. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. Except you have kinna, you have jealousy. It's a great story, except you don't call out your own biases, your own thoughts, your own... It's, this whole story would be avoided if the man would but call out, I'm a little jealous. Nope. People have been jealous before, and you, and you work. You roll up your sleeve. Okay, so what does a man do? He's jealous. I t- self-talk. First, you acknowledge an emotion. There's, there's good answers to when you feel jealous. You could work with yourself. When we don't call out what's inside, we're dangerous. We're armed and dangerous. So we could sit here with Kairach and, and speak about Machloikas, and we learn a lot about against Machloikas. We learn against being in Machloikas. Machloikas is disastrous. But to me, this point as the start of the story, to be honest, people, to call out biases, call out feelings, call out experiences, and make sure... I love the youngster, and this, this island's not guilty, a youngster. Ah, I'm past it already, I'm past it. <laughs> Said the guy who that uh, incident's controlling every nuance of his life. <laughs> and he's, I'm past it. I'm past it, I'm past it. Rabbi, I'm past it. <laughs> it's owning you, you're not past it, you haven't dealt with it. You haven't grieved about it, you haven't expressed anything, you haven't faced it, you're not past. You're ignoring and being pretend. It's not, that doesn't work here. If you want to go study, go, go to public school. You'll learn calculus and you'll stay on your papers. There you can be pretend, not here. Here you can't, here you're only in the yeshiva when you're honest. That's what the yeshiva is, a place of honesty. It's a place of growth, a place of embracing our journeys. It's not a place of pretend. So that's the first message that I want to share with the Hebrew about Kairach. We speak about an honest place, certainly not telling lies. That's, that's obvious. You can't tell a lie, but the... the the courage, the courage, the honesty, the willingness to embrace what's going on and to examine it. And not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. So if there's kin in there, who cares? You find kinna, so you respond to kinna. From kinna, you can come to good places. From kinna. Okay, so I have kinna. Let me, from Redifus HaKovet, so you can learn something about that. You like honor? Yeah. Got, somebody writes, Mr. and Mrs. Daniel, because you're insulted. There's what to learn from you. Yeah, I hear. I, I wanna, I wanna contrast, Rabbi Say. I wanna, I wanna give a contrast to the chevra and tell you a vert and give a contrast. In in plots, lahavdol, there's something called a foil. A foil is when the villain and the hero are like very contrasted. It's not just you make an evil person. The hero's strength is exactly the villain's flaw. I want to describe here that Kairach has a negeus, an uncalled negeus. A jealousy, he wants gadlus, he wants a position, he wants power, it's given to somebody else. And from that whole charade, he creates a whole machlaikis and a whole shitas achayim, a whole nonsense he builds from a ligand, from a lie. I want to show the opposite, Maishu Rabbeinu. Kairach's coming to fight Maishu Rabbeinu. Chazal tell us as follows. Chazal teach us, the Gemara says, that it's asr lahachsek b'machlaikis. That it's asr, there's an isr daraisa to keep a machlaikis going. Where do we know it from? Because Maishu Rabbeinu, who was the melech, 
We just said, Rashi just brought, Maisha's called a Melech, Aaron's the Kain Gadol. Maisha's a Melech, and Maisha went Kairach, some Shnuk. Could you imagine some guy rips Reb Chaim Kenevsky? Reb Chaim goes to his house to work it out. It's You're the Melech of Kleisrael. Some guy is like challenging Maisha. Nonsense. And Maisha Rabbeinu goes to Kairach's tent to talk it out. To work it out. He goes to Dasam Aviram. Maisha lowers himself to talk. He goes to Dasam Aviram to speak about it. Says Chazal that we learn from here, we learn from here that you're not allowed to be machzik machlaikis. You're not allowed to hold on to machlaikis. So I have a kasha. Where do you learn? It's usser. Maybe Maisha was extra from. We learned that you have to do anything you can to end Machlaikas. Even lower, get off your high horse. How do we learn? Because Maishu Rabbeinu went to Kairach. I have two kashas. Kasha one, how do you see? It's Asr. Maisha did it as a tzaddik. Maisha's lufnimish or sadin. How do you know it's a chiyuv? Where do we learn? Maisha went to Dasim Avirin's tent, an unusual move. Some hotheads are knocking him. He lowered himself to look, can we talk it out? As if you're in a machlaikas with somebody. If a guy starts up with Binstein, some guy, so a scream, guy said, I want to talk out our differences. Our differences, I'm not in any machlaikas with you. He lowered himself, Maishu Rabbeinu. Let's talk about our differences. Says the Gemara, you see it's usher to be machzik machlaikas. Yehuda, where do you see it's usher? Maybe Maishu was lufna mishur sadin. Kasha one. How was you allowed to live? I'm Get a chance. If they stay that way, there's something called the Murad the Malchus. He gave them an opportunity to be Chaiser. The Kash Maisha, second Kasha Maish, is what did we learn in Kedushan? It says Maisha Rabbin was Michael on his honor and went to their tent. We learned from there. It's us to be Mastik Machlaikis. What did we learn in Kedushan about a Melech, my friends? Melech shemaychal al kvaydei ain't kvaydei machal lamed alpha base good Yehuda. It's a Gemara kedushin. The Melech can't be Michael is on or Aaron. So I have a cash on the Gemara Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin says Meishu Rabbeinu went to Dasan Avirin's tent. He was Michael on his honor, and we learn from the fact he was Michael on his honor that it's Aser lahachsit b'machlaikus. How is he Michael on his covenant? Melech shemaychal al kvaydei. He's not allowed to be Michael on his covenant. Here the king lowered himself. He knocks on us and he said, I want to work things out between us. <laughs> As if he's in some fight. Maisha's totally innocent. But he lowered his honor. Fresla Kasha, Melech's not allowed to be Michael and his cover. Kasha one. Kasha two is where do you see it's Asr Lahasik Machlaikis? Maybe Maisha went Lefnimashur Sadin. And obviously these two Kashas answer each other, I boys say. The answer, I believe, is. If it would have been Lefnim Eshur Sadin, it would have been Asr to do. Because the Melech's not allowed to be Michael. It can't be it was a Chumrah. If it's a Din, that you're not allowed to be in a Machlaikis, so then it waves that rule. Melech Shemaychal Kvayda Kvayda Machla. King Stam can't randomly be Michael. Like Maish said, a guy's married by Malchus. King can't be Michael is on it. But if it's a din that you're not allowed to keep a machlaikas going, this begedder a machlaikas, asr lahachsik machlaikas. It's asr to keep machlaikas going. So then he has a din to go, he's allowed to be Michael is covered. Because the din, there's a din, asr lahachsik machlaikas. 
That's the Gemara's right. It couldn't be Lifnim Ashur Sadin. It was a chiyuv to do what Moshe did, to end the machlaikas. But I want to say that you see two ends of the spectrum. Kairach for a dak menanegeus, for a little bit of, 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 a, of a negeus, a bias of honor, creates a whole new reality. And Moshe Rabbeinu, without any kakpad on his honor, completely facing that the pagam in his honor says the din is, doesn't let the bias own him. And he goes to lower his dignity to go to Dasam Aviram and to work it out. Let me put aside my cover. It's not easy. Let me put aside my cover. This is the right thing to do. And he lowers his honor. He lowers his dignity to work it out with to work it out with Dasam Aviram. The two the document on the gears for cover that controls a person to create new realities and the person who lowers himself forgets his covered for what's true, for what's honest and what's true. I want all of us, my Shamas for Sarasayamas, to live the truth. If our honor is lowered, but I want to do the truth. If this is lowered, that I want the truth. I want the Emmas. I want the Emmas. The Emmas is beautiful. The Emmas is beautiful. We're a declaration of this yeshiva that the truth is pretty. The truth is gorgeous. The don't doesn't need to be pretend. The truth is beautiful. Zev Waterbury, the truth is beautiful. Emes is beautiful. That's Maish Rabbeinu. And Kairach with the letting up a sheker rat inside creates whole new realities all from a sheker he was unwilling to face. Unwilling to call out, unwilling to face. Yehuda, I have another thing I want to say, but I need a song in between. Do you have the guitar here? And the guitar that's in here, does it work for you? For some guys it works, for some guys it doesn't. Where's, is there one here? The newest song. This one works? Does this have a capo? Oh, so we'll do a different time. It doesn't have a capo. I don't want. Uh oh, this. Oh, I didn't have that. Uh, is there another one there? But let's. I don't know. Does he let the chaver? But you could do that. I think he's in the middle of a baseball game. Who's winning? Us or us? What? Really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Is there what? Is there a way I can connect to the speakers? Well, you have a good song for us? Like Who has, is Ashi here? Ashi's not like... So Somebody call Ashi, he said he's not available? Who else, does anybody have a speaker for a demo? Let's see if Ashi can help us out. Why? Because Melech Shemayi Chalakai. There probably rules. I don't know the rules. There probably ways. Like any Rebbe, there are ways of saying something to a Rebbe. There are ways of saying to a parent things. There are methods of speaking that are mutter. Do you have a cable for this? And did anybody get through Yosef Casper? Use a speaker. You have a speaker in the dorm, also. You serious? So, can you get a speaker? 
You have a speaker, guitar, and capo? You get a it says he went and the Gemara speaks out that he was Michael of Dignity. He had the bow instead of go. Here it says he went. The mitzvah beaker chaylims learned from Parshas Kairach. Because Moshe says they won't have old age. He says they won't die getting sick and old age and people visiting. He says, kudas kol adam. Hashem hence, not hence, this is the source. Yehuda, this is the source for beaker chaylim. What about when the Shvatim visited Yaakov? It's funny, it's a good point. Here, it is, it's, maybe you could say they were just speaking to their father as last command. The Gemara and the Dharm learns Biker Chaylum from here. When Maishu Rabbeinu says they're all going to die, let me read that. About here. The Pasuk where it says he went to Dasim. Vayakam Maishu, Vayelech al Dasim Abim. He went to their house. He went to their house and he told them to, to do tshuva. But anyway, this Pasuk it says, Im Kimais Kol Adam. If they have a normal death, upkudas when they have visitors, then you know I'm a liar. So he says if they have a normal death, they'll get sick with visitors. This is where we learn Bikr Chaylum from. This is the Gemara Dharm source in Kolatayr Kula for Bikr Chaylum, that if somebody gets sick, because Maish Rabbeinu says they won't have a normal death that they'll get sick and people will visit them. Instead, Hashem will create a whole. But this is where we learn from this story is where we learn the Indian of Bikr Chaylum. Visiting the sick. There's a, there's a line of Chazal, Nikarim Divrayemes, that truth is recognizable. I want to, I'll say over, there's a Grah. I want to say to what Yehuda said, I want to share a Grah. This Grah, the Chassan last night's Avi Walaski. Avi Walaski has a brother, Aaron Walaski, and he spoke in his house, Aaron Metz, and was Mechavan to the Grah. The Pasuk says, Rabbis Machshavis Pelevish Aaron. Many thoughts are in the heart of man. And the eights of Hashem happens. Now, simple pshat in this, in this Pasuk is man, man has many thoughts. You know, there's a Yiddish expression, mens tracht and gotlacht. 
Man thinks and God laughs. Like you have many plans, Hashem will happen. So yet see, the simple shot is, it's almost mocking our plans. We have many, many thoughts, but what Hashem wants will happen. Says the Grod, that's not pshat. Says the not pshat. First, I don't like cynicism. So what's the Pasuk saying? Don't plan? We're supposed to plan. So you just make fun of my plans? Man, plan all you want. Hashem's gonna have, Hashem wants me to plan. Says the Grod, there's another cash also, it switches l'shoinus. Rabbis machshavis b'levish, say machshavis Hashem yisakam l'chem Says the Grod, we have many, many thoughts inside of us, many narratives, Yehuda, inside of us. Rabbi Smachshav, we have all different thoughts. I'm doing it for the right reason, the wrong reason. Atzas Hashem Yisakum means that within us, we also have the eights of Hashem. Choose that one. It's not saying you have many thoughts and what Hashem wants to happen. You have many thoughts, and within your thoughts, one of them is Atzas Hashem. Choose that one. And I think we're capable of saying, I know the truth. We have to learn to call ourselves out, to ask ourselves, is there a bias here? And call it out and speak it out. We heard a story in Yeshiva. I want to say over, if the guys can allow me to say a story we heard one Friday night, I think I told it to you, who the Mervis already. If I didn't, I need to tell you the story. When Ramesh, Yaakov, you have to hear this mice. Yet, see, this mice is worth it to be born for. When Ramesh Feinstein was Nifter, the Rosh Hashiva of Ner Yisrael, Rav Yankov Weinberg was being masked with Feinstein. He was saying a eulogy on Rav Meisha. So he said of Meisha, heard this a whole bunch of times. I love this story from Rav Ezishlita. Rav Yaakov Weinberg was saying a eulogy on Rav Meisha. So he said the following story. Listen to the story, Avi. He said that he went to visit Ramesha once. Ramesha was 83 years old. Ramesha was still very strong at 83. He goes to visit Ramesha, Rav Yaakov Weinberg, the Rashiv of Neri Yisrael. And he comes in and he asks, I speak to Ramesha, Ramesha's wife says, Ramesha's sick. He's not a- I told you this story already, Yehuda. Ramesha's wife says he's sick, he's not available. So Rav Yaakov Weinberg says, shucks, he came to see Ramesha. He says, okay, so he starts leaving. Ramesha calls out from his bedroom sick. Who is here? So he says, Yaakov Weinberg. He says, oh, Kim Dechariah. Ramesha calls him in. So he goes into Ramesha. Ramesha said, you know I am sick in bed? He said, no. He said, I made fun. I said a sharp line to a yid, I'm sick in bed. He was sick in bed. And he told of Yaakov Weinberg, he told of Yaakov Weinberg, but I needed to say it to him. I would do it again. But I'm still sick over it. What did he say to a yid? He told the Rav, told him a psak, he said, you're biased. Ichmein, I think you have an agios, you have a bias. So Rav Yaakov Weinberg, it's one of the best stories I ever heard. Listen to this. He said three lessons from the story. The third one is the best one. You hear this story, Nechemya? Rav, Rav Meisha tells the Rav, Ichmein, I think that you have a bias. That you're biased. So, three things Rav Yaakov Weinberg said. Number one is Rav Meisha was sick in bed for a day. A gadol who never missed a day was out cold because he said a mean thing to a yid. That's number one. Rav Meisha's kindness. It's chesed. He said a mean thing to a yid. He was sick in bed. Story number one. Lesson number two is Rav Meisha said I would do it again. Then Rav Meisha follows the truth. 
Samus, then what's true is true. Ramesha's loyalty to Torah. I would do it again. I'm sick in bed. But Ramesha felt whatever the stories that he had to tell the Rav. But the best Tzvi winter is the third thing that Rav Yaakov Weinberg said. So story, point one Tzvi is that Ramesha was sick in bed from saying a mean thing to a Yid. Point two is Ramesha followed the Torah and said, I would do it again. It's the right thing to do. But here's the best Zog of all. What was the big line Ramesha told the Yid Tzvi? He said, Ichmein, I think you're biased. Rav Yaakov Weinberg said, the Rav, you think the Rav was like sick in bed that he got such a dig? For, for us, he pictured Ramesha's sick in bed, he must have mamish ripped the guy to shreds. He said, Ichmein, that you, that you have in the gears. I think you're biased. Tzvi, in Ramesha's world of MS, the biggest curse out of a person is you're biased. You're not coming for MS. In Reb Maisha's world, for anybody else, be, somebody would say, Kalish, you're biased. I would laugh. I'd say, cute. <laughs> I'm also a Met fan. <laughs> it wouldn't rock my world. To Reb Maisha, who was completely an Emesh, Maisha Emes, you, the worst thing you could tell guys, you're biased. You're not, it's not glut. It's not just straight, the truth. To Reb Maisha's world, come next to me. Were you in the baseball game? Yeah, I was. He wonder why we won. I always love him. Waterbury plays Waterbury. I always say we won. I don't love him. We won. We won. <laughs> we won, John. No, we won. We won. Life's Disney World. We said this morning. Let's hear a nice song. Let's celebrate that we won. The newest one. The newest one. I won. You won the most. Oh, we do. What, what, what score did we win? 10-5. What? 10-5. 10 Yeah, we showed it. Hit a home run, triple. You didn't over? Yeah, first, first pitch. Lightfield pass? Uh, Alright, it's a good one. Autumn string, maybe. Is it working? Is it. Are they all two? I think so. Good. Hush. 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 Good win, good win. Did you hit any home runs today? How many? So you, you won at 10? Did Maish hit any? 10-8. So it's official, Hebra. Is this the last game? You're giving Maish one more chance. The home run derby standings. Vic Benayim 10 and Maish Khan 8. That's just one last coming down to the last game. Okay. That's Shimmy smack one over. Rebbe, Rebbe, Judy, Judy also. Number Judy two. hit one over? Last has six. Has six? Wow, if he hits four tomorrow. Okay. Take it away. He's saying he's going to have to hit five. Okay. Thank you. I want you to hear two songs.
Listen to this, Avi Friedler, Naftali, whose song is this? Let's go. Big three, big three. Ready? Some might say. Big three. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Naftali's recording another song. Good call, good call. Don't be, don't be yeah. surprised. Finally, you made it. I know we've all been there before. Just lost souls wanting more. You look into my eyes, and there is nothing you will find. Just a lost soul left behind, and I know I'm far from perfect. Every day I'm trying to be a better person. Don't get lost in the motions, 'cause you don't know the path I've chosen. All I wanted was connection Couldn't see through my reflection Only see the cracks on my surface Is all my trying even worth it? Is all my trying even worth it? Is all my trying even worth it? Be 
There'll be 13 siyumim, I believe, tonight. What? And most of the siyumim, 13. I believe wow. that, I, eat, I think all the 13, or for sure 11 out of 13, are on the Sefta's Makas. Are they all, does anybody know? The age is Kedusha. Should I write over his razor? Shmuel is on time, man. So there's a few not, a few not, a few not. So I write for the but to close the Musavat of the year, I want to learn, there's a Gemara at the end of Makas, Chavdal and Amin Aleph, and the Navi Micha. The Gemara is describing that we have Taryag Mitzvahs. We all know there are 613 mitzvahs, sivuyim, that we have. 613 commands. But the Gemara says a very interesting thing. After saying there are 613 mitzvahs. By the way, it's very good to know, Yehuda. Yosef Kasper, it's good to know. People speak about Taryag mitzvahs. What's the source that's 613? Maybe there are 900. Maybe there's 400. The source is this Gemara Makas. Because the Gemara Makas says that Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe, Torah's Gematria what? 611. Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe. Moshe taught us 611. And God said, Anoichi Hashem Eloi Elochai Elohim Achem Alpanai. So at 613, God has taught us too. Moshe 611. Just good to know the source that the 613 mitzvahs. The Rambam wrote a Sefer, Sefer HaMitzvahs, where he counts the 613. The Ramban argues and has a different count, and, and different Svarim have their counts. Everybody agrees they're way more than 613 commands. Is a whole Sefer, and the Rambam and other Svarim had a count to 613. What counts yes at a mitzvah, what counts not? The two mitzvahs, they're pretty similar, count the same. So that's a whole Shiloh. The way we know they're 613 is the Gemara Makas. Amrev Amnuna Maikra, it's a Pasuk. And the Gemara says, Tairat Gemacha 611, plus the two God talk is 613. Comes the Gemara and it says, But David Vamid and Alachas Esrei. David Amelech said 11 mitzvahs. And what's the deal? David minus. You're not let him minus one mitzvah. Yeah. You got to keep all 613. So, what does it mean David was minded then at, at 11? I need you to hear this because it's something we speak about a lot in Yeshiva. And I want you all to be sophisticated. I need you to hear this badly. What does it mean David says there's 11? The 613. <laughs> what does it mean to be maimed them at 11? But David, he was maimed at 11. So I need you all to hear this. Mitzvahs are klolim and pratim. I want to explain those words. Say those words. Mitzvahs are klolim and pratim. What do I mean? Every mitzvah Nehemiah is a command. But it's also, a, it's a prat, it's a specific command. Put on tefillin is a prat. It also is a klal in Avodah Hashem. 
every mitzvah besides specifically Aaron telling you what to do opens up a new world view of how to serve Hashem. So every mitzvah, Yosef HaTzadik, besides the Davi, every mitzvah, besides telling us what to do, which is true, you have to do it, Zevi, also teaches us about the service of Hashem. So when we say there's 613 mitzvahs, it's not 613 things to do, there's thousands. 613 klolim, rules in Avodah Hashem. Each mitzvah teaches you a whole derech. You can analyze any mitzvah. You have to wear tzitzis. But besides wearing, we've spoken recently what the mitzvah tzitzis is doing, what it's saying, what it's expressing. Every mitzvah, Eli Masar, besides telling us what to do, is a klal in Avodah Hashem brings up a whole method of service of Hashem. So they used to have 613 principles in Abayis Hashem. Daven HaMelech took 11 <coughs> principles. He narrowed down the 613 principles to 11 principles. You still have 613 chiyuvim, but it was too many principles. We couldn't, we couldn't handle so many principles. So you have to do all 613, and everybody knew all 613 besides the command, what principles in Avodah Hashem. David HaMelech said people can't wrap their minds around that many principles. So let me tell you 11 principles. Now, all the Taryag will will be contained in these 11 principles. There are many more principles. But let me tell you the most basic 11 principles that will hold all of Taryag. Came years later the Navi Micha. Ba Micha, the Navi Micha came and he said three principles. You have to do all Taryag, but three principles in Avaidah Hashem. I would like to end this man with the Navi Micha's three principles and close out our learning together this this year, Be'ez Hashem, with these three principles, Rabbi say. Comes the Navi, Micha, Ba Micha v'amidan al-shalosh, Micha comes and he sums up three principles in serving Hashem. Dichsev, the Pasuk says as follows, please listen to Micha's summation of Kola Terkul. You have to keep all 613. But Micha said that three principles. I could sum up all 613 pratim into three klalim. What are the three rules? I'm going to tell you what's good. Remember, taiv is connection. How to connect Hashem. What Hashem wants. These are the three rules, Yosef. One, asais mishpat. Do mishpat. Mishpat means Torah. Do Torah. Message one. Asais mishpat. Now I say do Torah. I should say learn Torah. Mishpat means Torah. I should say learn Torah. It says do Torah. I had a cousin when she became from, she used to say I'm doing Shabbat. And we used to laugh. What does it mean to do Shabbat? You keep Shabbos. You love Shabbos. She did Shabbos. Well, here it says, Asais Mishpat, the Navi. A third of Judaism is to do Torah. 
The reason it says to do, and this is my begging of every guy here, learn Tyra all your life, but learn with somebody who's ready to incorporate its ideals into your system, into your actions. A learner of Tyra is not always a liver of Tyra. He learns, then he goes home and yells at his wife. He learns, then he has no patience for his kids. What happened to Malach Tavichrachov? To be a patient, Savlanus, Midas Tavis. Do Tyra, do it. Learn Tyra all our lives, and one third of Judaism is not just to learn Tyra. The Nusuch of the Navi, who summed up all 613, the rules are Asais Mishpat. Do Tyra. Do Tyra means to study, but to study in a way that your actions are linked to what you've seen. Your behaviors are affected by what you learn. So we call that third of Judaism Asais Mishpat. Do Mishpat. Do it. Incorporate studying it and applying it, living it. That's a third of Judaism. Learning Tyra, living Tyra. Summed up by the Navi, Asais Mishpat, one-third of Yiddishkeit. Okay. So I'm going to learn all my life and keep what I say, incorporate into my actions, into my behaviors. That's a third of Judaism. Let's find out the next third of Judaism. The second third of Yiddishkeit, said the Navi Micha, is Avas Chesed. The Chavetz Chaim has many essays and named his book, Avas Chesed, his book on kindness, not just to do chesed, love, embrace kindness. We're born to do kindness. It's not enough to do for other people, avas chesed, to love kindness, to love, to have a ratzayim, to thrive in chesed. Steigen kindness, embrace. I'm born for this. Be passionate about kindness. Avas chesed, a love of kindness. The Chavetz Chaim describes there are people who are kind, but they're very frustratingly kind. I'm stuck kind, that's not the chiv. Avas chesed. A third of Yiddishkeit, I say when you do somebody a favor and they say thank you so much and you say my pleasure, a third of Yiddishkeit is to mean it. My pleasure. I love kindness. I want to do chesed to you. So a third of Judaism is when you say my pleasure, you should be real. I want to do kindness to you. I want to do for the next guy. Living is doing for somebody else. So it means to be alive. When I'm self-centered, when I'm about myself, if anybody goes through their own life, the happiest times, I promise you'll see, when you're good to your spouse one day, when you take care of your children, you'll feel so alive. You're being godly. You're kind. Caring. You're being godly. You're tapping into like what we're born for. There's a line from Reb Chaim Velazhen. I'm going to have everybody memorize the line on the last Seder together, right here now. I'm going to say it, then we're all memorizing it. You better know it every time I meet you, the rest of your lives, Evan. I'm going to meet you at different times. I'm going to fahar you on this, Pauline if I remember. Don't say it yet. You're going to say it in a minute. Person is only created to help another person. It's a line that Chaim Belajan used to say all the time. His son quoted him. Say with me. Le'nivra ha'adam. Ela. Lahayel. Lachriti. That beautiful. Le'nivra ha'adam. Ela. Lahayel. Lachriti. How do you not memorize that? A person was only created to help the next person. 
We were created to help another person. We were there. Every single guy, I do a lot of interviews. You've all heard this word on your interview. You heard it coming in. Well, you're hearing it on your way out. What does it mean? You know, I tell the guys, I ask you, you like basketball? Yeah. What position do you play? Shooting guard. We only take point guards. What does it mean Hashem is a gadol? Every single day, akel agadol akibar banayra. What does it mean God is a gadol? What does a gadol mean? He's great. Great at what? Big. God, your big stuff. What does that mean? Godless means midas tovcha, caring about somebody else. Katnus, smallness, is only about yourself. Godless is you think about another person. That's godless. This yeshiva, I want to produce gedolim. I want you to walk out the door a gadol. A gadol means you're about somebody else. You think about the next person. Lainivra Adam, a person was only created to do for somebody else. You will see the moments in your life that you're alive, fire. It's when you're able to give to somebody, you're able to be there for somebody, to do for somebody. You're fire. You're fire. Person was created to help the next person. So the second third of Judaism is Avas Chesed, loving kindness. I love it. I love it. You have to be smart. You have to build up slowly. You can't be a martyr. You can't do it like martyrdom. That's not avas chesed. That's chesed. If you're like a martyr, if you're taking care of your kids, woe unto me. After all I do for you, this is how you treat That's not avas chesed. Love it. Love it. Love it. Avas chesed. Loving kindness. You imagine you have to build smartly and slowly to get to avas chesed. You have to learn about the value of kindness. You have to build slowly. If we do things, you have to build slowly and slowly build up muscles. But avas chesed, loving kindness. There's a line, the Rambam wrote an introduction to avas. It's called Shmaina Prakam La Rambam. It's an introduction to avas. He asked the following contradiction. One Pasuk in Mishle says, Lev Rasha Ib Sarah. Rishayim desire bad things. So the Pasuk Shalom calls somebody a Rasha for just wanting bad things. Another Chazal say, does anybody here want to eat a cheeseburger? Shmak. Chazal say, you guys should say, if she. You don't have to. But you're allowed to. Chazal say, a person could say, if she, I'm dying for a cheeseburger. But Hashem told me not to. And the Rambam asked a contradiction. One Chazal says, a guy should say, if she, I want it. I would love to have pork. But God said not to. And another Pasuk says, leave Russia, Ib Sarah. Rishayim want bed. So am I a Russia for wanting pork? The Rambam asked the Stirashimi. And he answers that different mitzvahs. The mitzvah of pork, there's nothing wrong with wanting pork, and God was geyser. But kindness, if you want bad for another guy, but God was geyser, you're over that there. He gives a list, and on that list is, is Ben Adam L'chaveri. Ben Adam L'chaveri, it's not enough to do good. You have to be, that's what I want. That's my attitude. That's Avas Chesed. One third of Judaism. So now we have Asais Mishpat Chevra. I'm going to get to the last sum up of Kolatayr Kula. We summed up three Kolatayr One, you're a third Yiddish if you learn and keep what you say. You do Tayr. If you learn Tayr and you don't keep, you're not, you don't even have a third. 
Asais mishpat, doing Torah is a third of Yiddishkeit. Loving kindness. I'm about the next guy. I want to give. I want to do for the next person. Avas chesed, a second third of Yiddishkeit. And now let's get, wow, we have a guy who learns, keeps all the mitzvahs. He loves kindness. He's two-thirds of the way there, not there. What's he missing, Chavre? The guy's doing awfully well. He's two-thirds, yeah, that. He's two-third Yiddish. What's he missing? One-third of Yiddish kaitis. Go bitzniyas with God. Develop a relationship with Hashem. Develop a relationship with Hashem. It's a third of Yiddish Develop through prayer, through being like him, doing his type of things. Walk with Hashem. Walk with Hashem. The first two is he's learning Torah. This sums up all. The, the first guy learns Torah and he keeps it. Yeah, it's true through that. But step is he's learning and keeping. He has the structure of Yiddishkeit. Is it steps or it's three, it's three different things? Three parts of Yiddishkeit. The structure of Yiddishkeit. These are the three we're keeping. These are the three. This sums up all 613. The structure of Yiddishkeit I learn and I keep. That's called Asayis Mishpat. I do Torah. A third is Avas Chesed, love kindness. And the third is walk with Hashem. Yes, sir. One and two are the same. What? Love kindness. Learn Torah and live it. Love kindness. Develop a passion to do for the next person. And walk with Hashem. Walk with Hashem. What does that mean to walk with Hashem? Speak to Him. Be close to Him. In your actions, do actions that bring us closer to Him. Walk with Hashem. Be with Hashem. Hatsnei lechsem Hashem lekechem. Prayer helps a lot for that. Talk to Him. And in prepared prayer, be close to Hashem. Walk with Hashem. We just summed up the whole Torah. Amazing. Gemara Makas, that guys are learning. And do this and zehu. So I say to us, on, as we, as Bichnis, as Bichnis, and the Beis HaMedrash, we learn this amazing Gemara Makas that closes Masech Tamakas. What? Tzadik Be'amunasa Yechia. Amazing. Live with faith. Bocha Viggy says, what are you teaching the three? That's go, go with the one, the one klal of all. There's what to learn from each step, from the 11 down to the 7 down. Even in how to understand what the one is, we can get a lot. What are you saying when it gets lower that we take this away and I'll do this 6? Remember, there. you're doing the 613, but the hadgasha of loyalty. Tzadik the last one said that the focus should be live with Hamona. Tzadik Tzadik shall live with faith. You're doing all 613, but I'm a loyalist. I'm a loyalist, Tashem. Faithful, Tashem. Tzadik I wanted to share those, the, the, the Micha one. I wanted to share the Bab Micha, the Midnal The Micha came and did on the three. I wanted to share that with the Hever. I want to thank the guys a lot. We have learned much, much, much together. We've studied much Torah. And we've learned equal, we've learned from the Torah, and we've learned from each other. We've learned from each of us engaging Torah. As much as we've learned from Torah, we learn from watching each other engage the Torah that we've learned. So I want to thank each person here. I want to thank... Mechavei Yosemihem is getting more and more clear by me, more and more clear by me. Watching you engage Torah 
by Chaveirim, I understand it more. As much as I've learned Torah, I've learned from your engaging of Torah as well. So everybody here should be Zoycha. We should taka keep all Taryag, but we should also get the Klalim of Taryag. The Tzadik Bemunasa Yechya, Dasais Mishpat. Learn, learn, continue to study Torah, but with an eye on putting it in my life. Be an Asais, a doer of Mishpat. That incorporates the learning and incorporating it into our life. Being open to incorporate Mishpat. Avas Chesed. Be a person about the Zulas, about the next one, giving, caring, providing. Be somebody who could take care of the next person. Avas Chesed. Always with a connection to God. People could be wonderful people, is their connection through tefillah, through being similar. All of us should be outstanding in these two matters. The Siyam will begin. Be'ez Hashem, it is now 5.45. Maybe a quick second, say there. But the Siyam will begin at 6.30.